I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Episode 146 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And as always, guys, you know the drill. Before I kick off the episode, my usual housekeeping message of make sure you head over to Strap Season Pod or Strap Season Podcast. Those are our Instagram and our Twitter pages. There's a link in the bio of both those pages there, which will take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise. So if you're into your audio platforms, we've got Spotify links and Apple Podcast links, etc. etc. And if for visuals, the YouTube channel link is also there. So make sure you give us a like, subscribe, leave us a good review, all that good stuff. Flores, how are you this week? Yeah, I'm good, bro. How, how you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, man. Tired, but we move. You know, you know the drill. You know how you know how, yeah, you know how come, we move. Come on. Um, yeah, man. I, I feel like it's been a good weekend. Weekend's worth of boxing action to talk about. Um, some major talking points, as 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 you know, Flores. As you, as always, first I leave it up to you. Where do you want? Where, what direction should we go over this time? This one should we start at home? Um, before we venture out uh, to America, was there, or... there was a Friday card, right? It was a, there was a Friday was card, it... so that was the Queensbury let's... card at your call. Yeah, let's start with let's start with that one. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. so that was that was headlined by David Adley, um, mm. against a Serbian fighter called Amatovic. Um, it's probably his first headline, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Well, yeah, it looked like it because, to be fair, I don't know how he's headlining cards already, but fair play. Um, <laughs> because, yeah. Um, your call, would you say it wasn't full, was it, Flows? It wasn't full. Not, um, not to right. crap on Queensbury or whatever, but yeah, I don't think, I don't yeah. remember it being full from what I saw. And yeah, your but call was, your call's, yeah, it's small, so the atmosphere yeah. is always kind of going to be there. Yeah. yeah. It did look sold out. Yeah. Um, who else? On, who else? It's, it's forgetting me. It's, it's escaping me, folks. Who else was on, on the on the card as well? Um, uh, I can't even remember. I think I, I caught one one of the other. Yeah, so I, so I, so much so, 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 no, no, I caught one as well, but I just can't remember the names. I just can't remember if it's worth mentioning at all. Yeah, I can't remember what, the names. What was the chief one. support? I can't remember what the chief support was. I think that's where I tuned in from. Mm. Um, yikes! Yeah. Is what it is. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll focus on the main event then, which is Adelaide versus Matovic. Um, so, am I right to say that <laughs> you've uh, recently become a, a big fan of David Adelaide <laughs> or his persona? Yeah, and if, he's that's the, if that's the case, flows. I want you to explain why. <laughs> I think we talked about we talked about it recently. We did talk about it yeah. with Keyshawn Davis and yeah. Floyd Schofield going back and forth. Um. How these boxers love to do the street talk. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. And David Adelaide is right now is the king of the street talk. <laughs> he, says, he, he was telling, I've heard him tell fighters to check his resume on the streets. <laughs> he said he's hundred and in the streets. Right, so he's had about a thousand fights on the streets. <laughs> Ain't lost nothing. <laughs> ah, he's, he's saying Fraser Clark. Never box again if you ever tried to slap. If you talk, yeah, if you slapped him, yeah, yeah. He's talking about pulling up to people and slapping them and checking, checking fires. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't really do the, the internet talk. 
<laughs> yeah, David Allen leans on a, on a, on a bad one with the, with the, with the crud. <laughs> oh. So right now, great person. I, I enjoy it. It makes for interesting yeah. content outside the ring. So he's been killing me with, the, with that with that shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, for sure. Um, but persona aside, flows. Obviously, he's a boxer, so we got to talk about his boxing ability and his skills. We know he's up and comer. He's very, very raw. Um, still a lot to learn. Um, but he's, I guess, he's doing what he has to do. He's pretty much stopping all his opponents, getting them out there. And this was no different with this Amatovich guy. Um, I thought Adelaide he started. He didn't really impress me at, at the start. From when it started off, it seemed a bit. It's Amatovich was quite game, to be fair. I think everyone expected David Ali to blast this guy out of there. But um, he looked good to me at LA when he actually finally started to box behind his jab. And um, the jab was effective for him all night. So when he was fighting behind the jab, he looked good. When he was rushing his work and trying to blast the guy out, that's when I thought he was prone to getting caught and he didn't look very good. So I think for me, he just needs to settle and just settle, get stick stick behind your box in the early doors and he can he can do something because he's clearly powerful. Um um yeah fairly athletic but again you see that he's still super raw so it's hard to go in on them hard flows because from what i've seen i can't say like i look at him and think to myself yeah he's a wobby or whatever he's still he can still he's still learning the ropes but um he just needs to carry on doing what he needs to do and just be just fight behind his boxing really that's my advice to him i suppose yeah um he's talked his way into being he's talked his profile up by yeah. then making some right moves putting up on fabio yeah. woodley yeah, way he talks about his his ability. He says he can knock mm-hmm. out a horse. Yeah, he just needs to put his hands <laughs> together. He's athletic. Yep. He's got a great jab. Yeah, he's got the basics on lock. Yeah, <laughs> so you you think he's the best thing since sliced bread? The way he talks. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy the performance. I'll be so real. <laughs> um, it was it was it was messy at times. Mm. Um, a lot of clinching. Um, and like you, like I'm buying into. His his persona and the chat. So yeah. I wanted a explosive dominant performance. Yeah. He pretty much won every round, granted, but it was for a main event, you kind of want fireworks. I didn't really get fireworks. Um yeah. I feel there was portions yeah. where it was cleaner, but a lot of it was messy to me. Um back of the head he, punching. Yeah. He only opened up towards the end. Um, where he was finally got, I guess he was able to open up and catch this guy cleanly. But before then, it was quite messy, as you say. Yeah. Even the stoppage itself, it wasn't. You say you wanted something explosive. It was it? It was anything yeah. but quite anticlimactic. And since yeah. obviously he he was sort of busting this guy up and beating him up, yeah. uh, and he had a big flurry towards the end of one round where he was really going in, and then um, obviously yeah, the guy got saved by the bell, and then we hear that he's retired in his stall. Um, mm. caught your corner, pulled him out. He said no mass, and that was it. So it wasn't a highlight real stoppage. It was a the guy retired in his stool. So um, yeah, I can see why he was a bit disappointed there. Even to be fair, even he himself said he wasn't too happy with his performance. Yeah, and he, he said you know he, he's he expected way better than that, and he he's, he's better than that, etc. But yeah, he claimed that it's tough to fight a guy that was quite negative. I guess. Um. But yeah, still for me, still a lot of a lot of room to to grow for me. If I if I'm yeah. weighing him up against, it's a tri- yeah. He's talked himself into it. It's a trio now, isn't it? It's in him, yeah. Fraser Clark, and Fabio Wardley. 
I've seen yeah, this problem before. Dakar is as well as in the mix. Oh, but... okay, yeah, 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 I guess yeah, you can add him in there as well. Um, yeah. If I say okay, the quadruple, I've said before with well, the trio was a trio. If I'm talking about the quadruple now, yeah. I'm not really checking with them too tough. Like I don't really, yeah, you know, what we, yeah. like I don't really see it, champ- but... championship, champ- championship pedigree. You don't, I don't see it right now. But yeah. I'm not being harsh in the sense that, that I understand that where they are, their position. They're all, I was going to say they're all young. They're not all young. I mean, my mind, one of what, Fraser Clark is down near 40 or something. But yeah, they're not all young, but they're all, they're in the infancies of their boxing career. Yeah. All of them. So they're going to be raw. And they're still got things to work out and stuff. And there is room for improvement for all of them, which I'm sure we will see at some point, for some of them at least, anyways. So right now, I'm trying hard not to, there's no hype train for me, or I'm not trying to put them somewhere where they're not. These guys are all still raw. And they're all, st- all yeah. still learning, so they just got to keep on beating who they get, who they put in front of them, fight each other as well, at some point, which I'm sure we will see, and that will elevate their games as well. But yeah, all four of them, I'm not like thinking, oh yeah, this is the next big thing, next big thing. Yeah, I'm not saying that yet. <laughs> Crazy, you're not supporting your cousin, but you're your, your <laughs> bozo. He's not my cousin. If <laughs> I don't relate, but to be fair, like yeah, no knock on no knock on the performance really because these are all learning fights at this point. Um, so I'm happy for them to go through the learning, and that's what that's what you'll do for these fights. The difficult ones, the ones which are messy, you'll learn from. So mm. yeah, um, I kind of want them to keep progressing. Yeah, I don't think. Well, it's, it's up to them to show me if they're going to get to the very top. I ain't going to make mm-hmm. any predictions, like you say. There's no hype train involved. I just want to see them fight each other now because the needle's brewing. Yeah, there's a lot of chat, and we like to see entertaining fights. And I think that's what we're going to get when these men mix it in. Yeah. These British level fights are probably the ones I I, enjoy, I always enjoy British level fights yeah. when they happen, especially mm-hmm. with prospects who are meant to go on and do big things. So, yeah. Um, and the two that I've out of the quadruple, the two that I find most entertaining right now, obviously, obviously Adelaide is one of them, just on his talk outside the ring. And uh, in the ring, Wardley, I find entertaining just based on the fact that he only wakes up when he's really hurt. So <laughs> that's why those two are probably the two most instead of the ones I'll probably check for the most at the moment. But mm. yeah, man, it's up for grabs in terms of whoever can stand out between the four of those guys the next, maybe the next up-and-coming British heavyweight um, is off of grabs between those four. So hopefully they all, at some point, go out and, um, yeah, get in the mix with each other, which would be good. Yeah. Um, we might as well stay with the UK flows. Um, let's quickly touch upon Sonny Edwards, um, who was making his matchroom debut on Saturday. He uh, was defending his, uh, his, his, what's it called, what, is it featherweight? Is it favorite weight? No, lighter than that. Oh, oh, it's, it's lighter than that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. Always do. um, I don't even know, but you know, I always get confused with the weight classes. <laughs> yeah, might be flyweight, bantamweight. Yeah, what are they? Actually, it might be flyweight. I think I think it's flyweight. Yeah, I think it's fly. Yeah, yeah. Let me just confirm that. Um, yeah, man, it's, man it's, small. It's flyweight. Yeah, so he's defending his IBF. He defended his IBF flyweight title against Andres Campos. Um. Yeah, matchroom debut, title defense. This is his third title defense, I believe. Uh, Sonny Edwards, as you said, highlighted in this pod before, flows. He's a very, very good boxer. Probably one of the best boxers in the UK, actually, right now. 
Um, and he, this performance was good, I'd say, for a debut. He um, he did usual Sonny Edwards things in terms of, you know, the boxing and moving and the staying in the pocket, shoulder roaring and stuff. Did a bit of flamboyancy as well sometimes when he got when he missed, you know, he, when his opponent missed, he was there doing the whole, did you get me or whatever. But there were also times where he was happy to stay in the pocket and trade with his Campos guy. Um, and actually, so probably the most time that he's got, he got caught quite a few times more than he normally does. Edwards, um, and I think that was just due to him having a bit of fun in their flows. I don't want to say he took Campos lightly, but I think he knew from jump that he was a lot better than this guy, and he could sort of mess around in there in portions and try new things in portions, which is why he got caught a few more times than he normally usually does, from what I see from him. But overall, flows, yeah, this guy was in control for the majority of the fight. And um, I think he won bulk of the rounds. Maybe I might have given Campos about three or four rounds max. The rest of the rounds, all to Sonny. Um, yeah, man, Edwards is good, man. And I, I want to see him in these unification fights next. I think that's what he deserves. That's what he's been calling for. And that's what Eddie Hearn is claiming that he's going to deliver for him next up. So we'll see. But yeah, good, calm performance from Edwards, really. He was in control. He was never out of control. Yeah, um, Sonny Edwards is is cold, man. Um, clean, footwork's good, uh, pivots, angles, can box on the back foot so comfortably, yeah. <laughs> so comfortably, and he showed he can stand there and mm-hmm. and fight on fight on the inside. Yeah, um, because his timing and his accuracy is so good, and his defense is solid. He's able to use the upper body movement, reflexes, pick angles. And when he fires his shots, he's efficient with them. So he lands more times than not, whether you're, whether it's long distance, whether it's in close range as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a shame that it's just waits that people aren't really checking for their flyweight divisions. Um, and but he's, he's not knocking out people. <laughs> I was actually going to say partly, and one of the reasons for that is the fact that he doesn't knock people out as well. Yeah. But in terms of boxing ability, it's talent-wise, you, you wouldn't even advise people to box the way he boxes because you you, you got like you got to be legit. Like you talk about Prince the Sea with them man there, that's that's the type of confidence he boxes with. And you, yeah. you've got to be called to do it. Um yeah. So yeah, he's what Josh Kelly was trying to be yes, in terms of point. skill yeah, yeah. skill level. Like I accepted from Sonny because he he showed me he can use the jab and box and box and move. So when he wants to show both, there was a point where what's his name Campos Campos brother's name was complaining and Sonny Edwards just turned around, walked to the corner, and told him to come there. <laughs> and Campos came and we got, it got pieced up by Sonny, <laughs> got pieced up in the corner. So yeah, Sonny Edwards called um, good debut, I think. He's, he's trying to build his profile. So in the pre-build-up, he tried to do a bit of villainy stuff. We've seen him be nice when he's doing... Um, is it punditry commentary? So um, I just think he's trying to raise his profile. But I think unifications will do that for him. Um, Baron Rodriguez is the obvious one. I think that that's the superstar fight for that division. Um, that, that's the one turn so he's going to try and deliver. Um, yeah. And being on the zone as well. It's the easy way. That's an amazing fight, to be honest. Um, that even though Edwards is in a draw at all, obviously Bam's a huge draw in the well, I say huge, he's a big draw in America now. His name's out there. He stops people, he's exciting to watch. 
Edwards obviously will have to go over there to fight Bam to unify. But that's a career fight for Edwards, to be honest. And that's what he's deserved based on what he's, his resume right now, what he's been doing. He's defended a couple of times. It's time to unify now. And that's career money as well for him. Um, I'm intrigued by that fight a lot because I think Bam is incredible. I really like Bam. I, you know, we highlight that on this pod. Oh. Bam is cold. So that is going to be a cold, cold fight. Two technicians. I look forward to that one. If that does get made next, for sure. And I think there's yeah, an, there's, no, there's another champ in the, that division, Martinez as well. He's also, I think he might be, I think he's also on the zone as well. So yeah, I think, I think he that, is. So that's also another one as well they can make quite easily. So yeah, Bam or Martinez, I feel that should be next for him. If it's Bam, then that's great. Happy days. Good good fight for boxing. Um, but yeah, if not Martinez, is also another good fight too. Yeah. I think, yeah, the path's laid out for him. So mm. Had his debut now. Maybe Martinez um, next, then Bam. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe because Bam is probably the big fish for me. Bam is probably yeah. the, the stat for me. He's the standout in the, that division. Mm. It's him or Sonny. So maybe if he can get Martinez first and then Bam, Happy days, but if it's Bam straight away, Herm was saying he can make Bam in two weeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't know about that, but we'll see. If it's Bam straight away, then fair play. Um, but yeah, I think so. it's it's time to unify now for Sonny. Um, because they said if he can't unify, he will look to move up. So yeah, it's a shame he doesn't have power, but hey, not everyone's best for power, in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, keep doing what you're doing, Sonny. We're fans on this pod. Um, funny guy as well outside the ring. Um oh. and um yeah just yeah just yeah superb superb boxer doesn't get the flowers he deserves but I'm sure he will one day. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that was you know, no no that's not that's it for the UK I think for the UK based fights right for those. Let's, let's 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 not waste let's not waste any time then. We're going straight to America. Yeah. Um, I don't, wait I don't know if we want to touch upon before we get to the big fish. There was another fight on Friday. <laughs> I oh. saw Broder. I saw Broder one. I didn't watch it though. I didn't see any. I, didn't see nothing towards... <laughs> I don't know if you want to touch about it, Flo, because you brought it up last time. But I heard, yeah. heard AB one. Um, yeah. <laughs> to tell you what, I've read about it. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, I heard that he kind of labored to the win. Like it was quite clear he was a lot better than this guy he fought. Hutch is it Hutchinson yeah. or Hutch? Yeah. Apparently, he was way better than Hutchinson. And um, but Hutchinson was was spirited, like clearly yeah. overmatched. Clearly, oh, like doesn't have the quality, but he you know was spirited in terms of he tried to, you know, really really put in effort. And AB apparently conditioning wise was a mess in terms of he could only he he could only throw a couple of combinations to put around before he would just chill and sit because he was gassed out apparently, which is understandable based on his lifestyle and the fact that he hasn't been in the ring for ages. But um, yeah, apparently. It seemed like AB was just treated like a sparring session, more or less, and was happy to get the rounds in as opposed to stopping this guy. Um, but yeah, apparently it was a bit of a labor performance, but you got the W. <laughs> but I actually know how yeah. that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think AB started quick actually. He hurt Hutch to the body, Hutchinson to the body, mm. and started letting his hands go. Um, <laughs> wow, there, there was, <laughs> he was he was legit throwing, he was, he was throwing punches. Um, but you can see the wing rust was there. Um, you, you can still see the talent. Like there's, you can see he the always, amateur background. You will always have a talent. Flo, every flow. It's, it's, it's always it's, it's clear in terms of his movement, his ring IQ, the way yeah. he he throws his punches. You can see why 
his amateur record's stupid. They like 300 yeah. wins or something. Yeah, yeah. Got something stupid like that as well. Um, so you could see the school of boxing there. Um, what you could also see is the, the I, I don't even want to say wear and tear, but you can see yeah. he, like, where he's been, like, he's not his best. Uh, yeah. Let's put it that way. That, um, yeah, I could say laboured. Um, it was sloppy in there sometimes. He was getting caught. Um, but he pretty much won every round, to be fair. Is but he yeah. still doing shoulder roll? No, he was more. He was more the aggressive AB. Okay, cool. he wasn't. Okay. He wasn't. The, 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 he wasn't posing. The, the AB that we like in terms of yeah, people broken down. Yeah, yeah. That AB he was, was the coldest. He was more the problem that I was seeing yeah. because he wasn't trying to show off. Like yeah. you know, where he's he, he's he's strutting and shaking <laughs> and his head, <laughs> shaking his head, landing one shots. And... AB was the master. The, the head shake the, always. The, <laughs> Chilling on the ropes to try to. Yep. Try to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was a bit more aggressive using a jab, so it was it was more the problem. Um, yeah, it was at one forty seven after the fight. Yes, yeah. won. Apparently, everyone was shocked. Apparently, he looked good on the scales. To be fair, he looked healthy on the scales. Oh. Um, he, I heard that he was. He still plans. Yeah, he still plans to go down to one forty. He still claims he can make one forty, which oh. is yeah. And he keeps saying, you know, he will be a champion again in another weight class. Oh. Um, I don't know how true that is. We'll see, but. Um, yeah. Um, are you he happy? Said, he's back he though. Well, yeah. What do you say? What do you say post fight? Because I'm sure he said something silly. Um, yeah, I am happy he's back. I, I, yeah. I know you. You can't. You can't stand him. Um, again, <laughs> you, you, you wash your hands of him, bro. Wash my hands. He's tricked me too many times. Too many times um, he's tricked me. So I'm tired of it. <laughs> when I talk about personalities in boxing, I think he's one of the he's one of the greatest of all time in terms of yeah. bo- <laughs> boxing personalities. AB is like a, a superstar, a pay per view fighter with hella losses on his record just because yeah. of his persona. Yeah. Um, he took he talks himself into, <laughs> into big fights, basically. That's what big he does. fights, big name. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm happy he's back. He, he, he talks the talk. He says he wants the WBC belt. He called it the, uh, the, w, the one Broder. <laughs> he plays the B Wait. with Broder. <laughs> That's Regis's belt. Yeah, I was say that's a, that's a one forty. Yeah, so Re- so he was serious about he wants to get Regis out the way, up out the way. Yeah, he called, but he, he called that. I think he called that tank. No, not tank. He called that Ryan Garcia. I was to say called tank. Ryan Garcia. Yeah, yeah, he called that Ryan Garcia. He said he, he, he wants that work. Yeah, I said that's a big fight. That's a big money fight. Adrian yeah. Broder gets those. So yeah, but yeah, we know he wants he wants Regis, of course. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> What kills me every time is Regis basically airs this every single because Regis himself, you know, Regis is quick to aim up, says his name, he's quick to jump on and be like, Yeah, let's get it cracking. AB's the only one he's just like, Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> he, he, tweeted, he tweeted after he said, Oh, why did we just say my name? <laughs> why did why he say the Ryan Garcia's name? But Regis, <laughs> I'll be real, bro has been saying your name for for time. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, saying your name for time. Yeah, but I guess when the, it matters after the fight, he didn't say his name, but indirectly mm. he said he wants your belt. So, yeah, the, the, yeah. the bullet's got a name in that in that sense. I guess, yeah, yeah. You read, read but, between the lines, right? Yeah, um, but glad Broner's Broner's back. Um, yeah. How <laughs> I don't know about being a champion at one forty. I, I, I don't know how realistic that is. Especially if he does we just close if he does it legitly in terms of actually not fights for a vacant but actually beat someone of no a champion 
fair play. I I will come and give him his his praise and his flowers. But this AB now that's what in his thirties, years years of substance abuse and inactivity and just general abuse outside the ring. It's just it's it's it's, it's so far fetched. I can't lie. <laughs> I can't lie, bro. Um, yeah. unless he finds that original AB where he, you know that AB that first came through that AB that mm. was legit the problem yeah man it's long it's long yeah 135 140 AB <laughs> 135 140 AB was ridiculous it's when he moved to Waterway and met Floyd where he, yeah. the rubbish started but that AB before was knocking everyone out he was a weight bully he was actually he was beating everyone up it was actually peak yeah, yeah it was <laughs> That's, you, you jump he, up two weight classes and win it was win so much. He was so much bigger than everyone else at 140, 135. Like, so much bigger and so yeah. much more skilled. Um, yeah. It's when he went up to 147 where he saw the power wasn't there anymore. He wasn't He wasn't really stopping guys anymore. Mm. And that's when the, the antics and the rubbish started. I blame Floyd as and, well, but yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and because he's such a great boxer and not a fighter, these men were roughing him up. The blueprint was there to beat him. That it was so pressure. easy. It was, pressure, <laughs> it was pressure, pressure fighters. Pressure. My dad had pressured Porter. Pressure, and yeah. Killed him with, with pressure, and yeah, and just because output. He, because he he fights in spurts. Ab, you know, he he's one of the most economic. He barely throws, as you saw. He's super yeah. accurate. Floyd was the same a little bit as well in terms of he wouldn't be throwing as much, but accuracy counts. And Ab mm. was very very accurate, but the output was so small. That you could just all you have to do is outwork him, really, just out throw him. Around yeah. times where you see AB fight flows, he'll throw like five punches in the round. And we're just saying, let your hands go, let your hand he refused to let his hands go. Because he's waiting for the perfect moment for the perfect. Because don't forget, he's he sees himself as a mad counting TV. You know, he has that check hook, the yeah. check counter shot on on point. He loves that shot. So he's just mm. waiting, 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 and yeah, he's letting yeah. your hands go away from him. I, I feel like at a smaller weight, he could be more aggressive. Yeah. And that's where we saw him throwing his hands. When he got to well away, he yeah. was trying to be more slick um, and less aggressive. So, Lloyd. Yeah, I think I like I like to break up with the problem and AB. The problem was legit. This yeah. about billions AB. Don't, don't, and, and don't forget the can man as well. Can, <laughs> yeah, the can man. The can man. See, this is what I'm talking about personalities. <laughs> people still run with that can man now. Facts, facts. Other people have taken Everybody it. Everybody yeah. can get it. <laughs> Yeah, it was legit. I'm the can man. <laughs> Any, anybody can get it. Can't get it. <laughs> hey, pups, brush my hair. <laughs> did, did you do that? The brush. Nah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to AB. Shout out to AB, twin. man. Yeah, twin. <laughs> yeah, shout shout out to him. I guess. Um, Lord knows what he's gonna end up. What he's gonna do? He's a very unpredictable guy. We'll see. All right, so flows. Let's head over to America now, properly. Saturday, two big fights to talk about. Uh, I want to start first with one we didn't actually preview too tough last week. We sort of mentioned it in passing, but we didn't actually preview it. But Jaime Munguia, Sergey Devrachenko, flows. This was a war, man. All out war. <laughs> I flows. I love this fight. I I watched it today. I saw a bit of a highlights yesterday when it dropped and I said no I have to watch this, the full thing so that fight was superb <laughs> that yeah. fight was wavy I was gassed <laughs> yeah. I was so so gassed um, trust you I trust you yeah. it in as well classic uh, yeah modern classic that one yeah for sure for sure um, bruh just the way from round one floors they exploded into action 
Like they, they, they I saw they tried to start tentatively, and then boom. First, the first minute was tentative. Then yeah. The second minute, like they, straight I, to I, war. I, 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 I think, I think, I think Jaime started it in terms of he landed a big shot. Yeah. yeah. And Dovchenko said, "No, you ain't gonna, no, I ain't gonna let that happen." And just start. They both started hooking. <laughs> <laughs> they both just started hooking like out of nowhere. It was mad. I said, "Aladdin." And landing flush, big shots. I said, yo. I had to, I had to rewind it, start again. I said, wait, 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 what? <laughs> the amount of times I had to hit rewind. The amount of times I was doing the tip brandy. Oh <laughs> fight was fat fight was gassy. Absolutely gassy. Right. And that set that set the tone for us. That exchange of or explosion of an exchange in the round one set the tone for the how the fight went. Um, in terms of like it was so back and forth. Uh, Mungia, the taller, longer fighter, obviously was able was you know was using his jab effectively at first, the first couple of rounds, um, to sort his distance, use it as a range finder, and then load up on the big shots. Whereas Dervachenko, who's a lot more shorter, very very stocky, great footwork, um, was using his feet to close the distance and get onto Mungia's chest and then land the big shots in and out in and out stuff and then angle and pivot as well. Uh, Devachenko has an extensive amateur background. He's, you can see flows. He's got that Ukrainian amateur style in terms of the footwork and the angles. Superb at it. And even though he's 37, he's very, very well conditioned. Um, and throughout this fight, flows because it was back and forth, and you would see Mungia invested the body as well. And Devachenko was getting hurt to the body a couple of times, but also Devachenko was also hitting Mungia to the body as well. Um, one thing I noticed, flows that was very apparent in this fight from Dovachenko's side, flows is that whenever he was hurt or whenever he got caught with a big shot and it looked like his legs were wobbled, he activated. He went crazy and then started throwing massive shots as well back at Mungia and then it hurt Mungia back. I think there was, there was one particular round, there was a couple of rounds actually, where Mungia had this guy hurt against the ropes and I'm thinking, uh-oh, and then out of nowhere, he just, he just went crazy, landed a couple big shots, and the tides turned. And now he's the one in the intensity. He's the one controlling the rest of the round, and he's the one who's backed Mungia up. Bro, there was a lot of times, we've said it so many times about Mungia flows. I'll, I'll let you jump in in a sec. But yeah, we've said it so many times, yeah. I am Mungia is very good going forward as an offensive fighter. But from day one, what have we said on this pod flows? He gets hit so easily. So, he's got no, de- it's, it's non existent. <laughs> And he had so many hairy moments in this fight, which is telling again the fact that this guy still has not worked on his defense. He's been at he's been at middleweight for three years now, flows, and it's it's still the same guy in that sense where he still gets caught way too easy, and um, he was troubled in this fight last night, flows. Credit to him, but he was troubled a lot of times, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, badly, <laughs> bad trouble. Yeah, yeah, it's what you said. Um, his defense is non-existence. It's been shocking. We've called on him to improve it in the past. I think we we maybe a couple of fights back we've said we've seen some slight improvements. But yep. I've, I've I'll be honest. I haven't checked for Jaime Mungia for the last two three fights because he's fought soup cans when he should be challenging. Yes. So I mean, he's been on pause for me in terms of yep. watching it. I hear it. Um, so this one, I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. Now this is a, a credible opponent. Um, because you took a step back and you took took the easy route, 
<laughs> but yeah, this this fight good. Um, I think he was silly in the first round to because mm. he he was using the jab in that first minute. He was using the jab. I liked it. It looked sharp. Um, yet again, the jab is the best punch for me. I've never heard anyone say, "Oh, don't, don't jab." Yeah. Why? Why you <laughs> don't use the jab? I've never heard the longer man be advised not to jab. Yeah. Utilize it. Um, and then I think he he caught Derevchenko and decided to unload. And he took some huge shots after that. And he, he stumbled back. Yeah. And that might have even given Derevchenko the round because Derevchenko jumps on on him. Um, yeah, Sergey's good at getting on the inside in terms of time, closing the gap and timing how he, he gets within range because he's the mm-hmm. shortest, stockier guy, like you say. Yeah. His footwork is good. Where it's, it's not so much angling you to death, but it's just getting getting inside and yeah. getting it, off his yeah. work. It's not as angle-heavy as Lomo or Usyk, but yeah. the angles are there still, but yeah. it's it's more of the in-and-out pivot kind of yeah. thing that he likes to do. Yeah. And yeah, and at 37, he's, 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 he still had that, but you could he, also see the shape. effect of age. Yes, towards the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah. on to that. Yeah, yeah. But... From round one, these two were cracking. Um, cracking, bro. Landing big shots, hurting each other. One, when you think one guy's pretty could go down, <laughs> the other guy fights back. And Tables, the yeah. Other guy. Bro, it's, look, the entire thing was back, back and forth. forth. Back and forth. Sick fight. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so it's back and forth throughout the fight. And um, again, this, these back and forth fights, I said it before, you, you, you wait for someone to at least go on the run, right? And put together maybe back to back to back rounds or something like that. And this fight was just like, I'll, I'll give one round to Mungia the next round, I'll give Dervichenko next, and so on and so forth. Yeah. But um, I'm watching it thinking, okay, at 37, this is bloody impressive. But let's see now, second half of the fight, if Dervichenko can keep this up. And then to me, I'm looking at Mungia because. You said you highlighted he started off on the jab, but then he started to neglect it a little bit, flows. And it's like, bro, get back to being on the jab and boxing. Um, what you're doing is you get hit at loads, anyways. But the way you're fighting this fight, in terms of coming forward, sort of without using the jab as a range fighter, is letting you get or letting this guy come in and close the distance on you. It's just gonna, it's not going to serve you well. You, you've had a few hairy moments. There was a couple of rounds where Mungia it looked like he might have been stopped in terms of like he was against the ropes, really hurt. I think it was one particular round where he wasn't throwing. It looked really yeah. bad. And he went back to the corner. He was struggling. Like it was really, really bad. Um, And then he, the following round, I think he turned it around, but he came back out, back to fighting on the jab and trying to just yeah. stay at range. Because in close, this guy, Devachenko was a monster. So strong, just, just having his way. Obviously, naturally, as a longer fighter from the outside, Mungia was able to get his best work off and pick him off. Um, so when he sort of went back to that, that's when towards the latter rounds, he looked a bit good. Flores, did you notice there was a knockdown that wasn't counted? Uh, by, uh, what's his name? As in Mungia dropped, knocked out. Remember, his knee I didn't buckled. think it was a knockdown. I thought like I thought I thought his knee touched the canvas, but it was from a punch. My finger was, was from oh, a punch. Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah, the, the, yeah. He... Remember the, the referee ruled it a slip, but I swear his knee touched the canvas and it came from a punch. I watched it; it came from a punch. Is it and the it, one where um, it wasn't counted? Derevchenko threw a punch. Yeah, and he, um, he went down. He threw a punch and he went down. 
He went there, down, there but were, there were several because, potential knockdowns. There was a couple, yeah, couple, couple yeah. potential knockdowns. A I lot think I know the one you're talking about. There was one. Oscar De La Hoya stood up and was killed. And he was like, <laughs> by the way, De La Hoya and um and Bro, Bebop were, were, were killing me throughout the fact because obviously they were, the way they kept getting up. Freehop <laughs> was still just doing like nah. <laughs> the thing is they were feeding off each other. If one stood up, the other one stood up. Bro, it was so so funny because and obviously I understand it because their man in Mungia was struggling in portions, like really, really struggling. So when he was hurt. They were they getting up like nah, hands up, blah blah. And then when Mungia had Devachego hurt, the way Oscar was like <laughs> shadow boxing until it <laughs> Oh, yeah, they were killing me, man. Lo- hey, I love to see it, man. I love to see yeah. he still got the passion for it. It's it's so funny. Um, but it was that yeah, to that one floors where they the Hoy stood up and he's gone like this, like, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, that yeah. one. That to yeah. me, I thought should have been counted as a knockdown because it came from a punch. I think they both punched at the same. There's better times where these two just landed at the same time. Yeah, but it was a quick. Remember, he popped back up real quickly. It was really, yeah. really quick. But it looked like the punch made his knee buckle and touched the canvas real quick, real slight. Mm. But the referee ruled it a knockdown. I thought that could have been ruled a knockdown if you ask me. But there was, you're right. There was many yeah. other potential knockdowns in this fight. I think a few, most of them, I was quite happy with in terms of ref ruling as a slip. Because it got quite scrappy in the sense of when they were clinching, Mungia will push, will, will push Devachenko's head down, for example, and his legs will give way, or vice and versa. Vice so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, as I say, and for vice versa. So, yeah, um, it was a it was a tough ruling fight flows. It was that kind of fight, and I'm looking at the condition of these men. And okay, so if I jump to the limit round now, flows the limit is gone. Because I have a tenth after the tenth, I had it six four Dovachenko. Six okay. four in rounds. I had it six four. I had him up six four. Now by, by the in, end of the t- after the tenth for gone. So after the tenth for gone. Okay. But the tenth for got just gone now. So okay, that's Dov- okay. Sorry, six four Dovachenko in right. rounds, right? And in round eleven now, we've seen something where I believe it, it was from the body where Mungia's finally, he was invested to the body all night, but it's finally paid off where he's hurt Dervachenko to the body again. And Dervachenko is visibly hurt in terms of backing away, I think. Legs looking a bit shaky. The legs that had been so strong all fight are suddenly look like they've gone from him. I think age is part of this as well. He's 37. So he's been through, he's, you know, he's been around. Um, and that to me gave that you know I gave that round to Mungia to make it six five after the eleventh round, yeah. and so hence the final round now it's like for me okay look Mungia's down if he wins this round as in regular ten nine round I yeah. give this fight a draw if he knocks him out obviously he wins but if he scores a knockdown that's a ten eight round to in favor of Mungia which would give him the fight by a point on my scorecards. Yeah. Um, so I've gone into the fight with Wingier being down, but the potential for him to potentially still steal it and win was there if he was able to knock out the guy or drop him. And oft I feel like he fed off from what he did in the 11th round. Dervachenko's legs still went back. He still wasn't back. He was still shattered. Legs hadn't recovered yet. Um, because in the 11th, he could have got him out of there. But remember, he started yeah. to remember 11th, could have gone. And uh, but um, but yeah, 12th round now. He's gone to the body again. Monster body shot. Finally, Dovacek has dropped. Legit knockdown. This was counted. Um, dropped him and he was hurt for the rest of the round, really. Um, 
obviously crowd's gone crazy, Oscar's gone crazy, like you know, everyone's going like go finish him off, finish him off. Um, he wasn't able to get him out of there. Um, I think he smothered his own work a little bit. Um, and um he he was too fair for us, he was shattered as well, he was knackered as well. But he got the telling knocked down for me, which to me swung the fight in his favor. And on my card, I gave it to him. So when it came to the final decision being made in terms of Munkia get the majority decision win, I was okay with it for me personally because of that knockdown. I think solidified it for me. He needed that to win that fight. If it was a regular 10-9 round, he would have been a draw in my card. But yeah, I saw a lot of people flows. We got our usual, you know, robbery comments and stuff. Yeah. It it was a lot of people were still saying that they thought that Dervachenko, who, mind you, has been on the back of some bad judging cards in the US throughout his career, to be fair. He has been shoved a couple of times. A lot of people thought that he was done dirty again and he actually won that fight. Uh, Flows, you watched it. I'm intrigued to know. Did you have what were your for you? I had it as I said, raise a close win for Mungia. Do you have do you have anything different or do you have it a draw or what? Um, I had it close. Mm-hmm. I think it was a close fight across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I going into the 12th round, I had Jaime Mingia up six fights. Interesting, interesting. But, okay, but I, I could have I could have accepted it the other way because some yeah. there were there were swing rounds. Yeah, um, the, yeah, because yeah. like you say, when one had success, the other would fight back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. So, um. It's, you're scoring it things on clean and effective punching, and yeah. all night it was clean, effective punching. Man. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, I I could have I had it six five going Mungia. into for Mungia. Um, so, that, so it was solidified for you nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But honestly, if it was six five the other way to there for Chenko going into, I would have yeah. been calm. He, he needs a draw. Like so, honestly, but we, um, we we can both say that we both felt that Mungia won that then fair and square yeah. on our for on our cards whether it was six five or whatever different yeah. cards we yeah. got at the same place the same place and, we got to was Mungia W okay yeah and the judges had it fourteen for two of the judges had it 13. yes two judges had so, it the same as me and then one of the judges was wide though one of them was, yeah one of them was, one was, 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 was was it one sixteen one twelve I think maybe. It might, be, uh, yeah, something, yeah, or something, or something a bit wider, anyways. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but even the commentary was saying, that, I, don't, I don't know who dropped it. Um, that dropped. Uh, Derevchenko has been robbed again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably Mora. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, I think it was Mora. Um, um so yeah, because I was gonna say that the zone team all had Mugia losing. I mean, Chris Manx's yeah. scorecard, I think, had Derevchenko winning. Um, I think yeah, the rest of them were yeah were adamant that Derbyshire won that fight. Um, I for me felt that the right man got it. It was again, you see it again, for those these razor close decisions. You can't scream robbery. It was as you say, yeah. swing rounds. Every round was competitive. They all both they both had their moments. We got to stop using the robbery word, man. It's it's annoying. Yeah, but I feel for Derbyshire because yes, he has been on the back of some tougher scorecards in the US for sure. I do feel for him because he's probably thinking again. Um, I would love for them to run it back. At the same, but at the same time, you know, I think, like I said, Monkey has been in his division since 2020, and he still hasn't fought for a title. I need to see Jaime Munguia fight for a world title this year in the middleweight division. Like it's been way too long yeah. now. What's he? What's he doing? What's he doing? Duck. Someone's ducking. Someone's ducking. He's ducking. I don't care. Yeah, whether yeah. it's you, whether it's a promoter. Yeah. 
you, you you've been mandated to fight three times. Yeah, it, it, three times. And yeah, you got yeah. got the easy route. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. Once again, I think at this point, I feel like these bo- these because it's boxing people who scream a robbery. It's yeah. broadcasters. It's, it's, poor, it's, 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 box, it's, it's poor. boxers. Um, we've seen. I actually want to address this. We've seen with the Haney Lomachenko fight. Yes. Fighters coming out and saying, "Actually, I've watched it back now, and um, yeah. it's close. I had it a draw. I had Haney winning. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yep. They all busting you. So at this point, I think it might just be a marketing thing. At this point, just to say, mm. all right, robbery and get people just drama, to, co- drama controversy, yeah. so that they can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. Yeah, get views. You scream yeah. robbery when you know it's a close fight. Fam. It's crazy. Just because you're kind of yeah, close rounds, close in terms of each round." Output, yeah, fam, yeah, yeah. So, when when you're getting scorecards 114, 113, and your man's been dropped, if he didn't get dropped, yeah, well, well, well the funny thing is, he's, card. Dervachenko's not even their man, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but the, the ref was there was one point that I was thinking, what's this ref doing? Because Devachenko was getting off work. He was getting he involved too in. much. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I, exactly, I, remember I remember. I remember that as well. Yeah, um, he like, was getting. They clinched, getting, they clinched for yes. a second. They broke yeah. up. Got back to work, and the ref was like, "Yeah." <laughs> he, he he was yeah. getting too involved sometimes for my liking the ref, but yeah. for the most, it didn't spoil the fight overall. It was a crack. So it was cracking yeah. fight, cracking, cracking. I was gassed so many times. I was also doing my Tim Bradley. I was. I, I was. <laughs> I was, I was like, wow, wow, like, fam, I was going crazy, <laughs> fam. And obviously, oh, the crowd, but... the crowd, the crowd was hype as well. So you know that you feel, yeah. you feel off the crowd as well. And when you see Oscar and B Hop going crazy as well, it gasses you a little bit still. Um, I, I feel sorry for Dovachenko. It was an amazing performance again. Mm. Um, we've seen this problem. We, folks, we, we're very familiar with Dovachenko and what he does. I mean, we saw him give Triple G hell, gave Daniel Jacobs a tough fight as well. He's yeah. a very, very good fighter. Extensive amateur background. He has been unfortunate with some judging. Um, and it's a shame because he's a, he's a quality fighter, as we can see. Um, yeah. At thirty, this is he's thirty-seven now. I hope he can still stick around for a bit because he can give anyone work. He can give look if you're not prepared for it, he will give you work. So yeah. hopefully he sticks around for a little bit. Um, he wants to rematch. I'm not like I said. I'm not averse to a rematch. I'm happy to see a rematch, but I want to see the rematch after I see Mungia maybe fight for a title first. It'd be great if Mugui can win a title and then they can rematch maybe if he's still around. But I feel for they'll, him. They'll... It, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, just great, great fight. I'll happily see them run it back. Um, yeah. It can go the opposite way next time round. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm Mugia, that defence needs work, bro. Yeah. I was going to say, to touch upon Mugia. So it's the same thing, right? We've been saying, great going forward. Offensively, he's good. Like, you can see he puts his punches together, combinations, yeah. aggressive. He hits hard enough. Lovely going forward, but like it's just it's it's an issue. It really is an issue. I feel like a yeah. quality opponent, a champion. I mean, I say let's say the ghost of Jamal Charlo. You know, a, 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 mm. a informed Jamal Charlo. I just picks that off. I feel like picks that mm. off. Uh, Triple G. Okay, it's not the same Triple G these days, to be fair, but he's there to be hit. And it's dangerous, especially when someone who hits like Dovachenko isn't considered a monster puncher, but Triple G and Charlo are considered monster punchers. Imagine if they will catch him the way he, he was getting caught with Dovachenko. It's yeah, he needs to seriously work on the defense. 
Um, I think he called out Canelo as well. He's done it a couple of times. Canelo's eating you alive, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, not with that defense. Not, no way with that defense. No way. Um, so yeah, he's still got to work. I don't know if he'll work on it for us because he's been so many fights now and it's still the same. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Great fight, though. We'll see, but quite cracking fight. I'll I'll watch that again at some point this year for sure. Great, great fight. Mm. Yeah, fight of the year contender. Hundred percent. We have to revisit that one end of year awards. So. Facts, 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 facts. All right, Flores, we, we've made the listeners wait long enough. Josh Taylor, Tiafimo Lopez. Let's let's mm. break it down, Flores. Uh, I'm gonna start by saying this, Flores. Tiafimo Lopez, welcome back to the big time. Glad to have you back. <laughs> Flores, does he still got it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, under, <laughs> underdog Tiafimo. This is the Tiafimo that we were hyping. That's the Tiafimo we were saying, yeah. Focus Tiafimo Flores. Boy. We're going to talk We're going to talk some things, Flores, because, yeah, what I saw last yeah. night, superb performance from Tiafimo Lopez. Superb oh. performance. Um, as you said, underdog in this one. Uh, come off the back of two horrible, horrible performances. One with Cambosis, then Sandor Martin, where again he was questioning his validity in the, his validity in the sport and his place in the sport. Fam, to do that to a Josh, not food by the way, to Josh Taylor, <laughs> yeah. the guy who was say a year, two years ago, a year ago, was comfortably the best in the one forty pound division. The boogeyman, yeah, the one pin. that the kingpin. Flores, how many rounds did you give Josh Hay last night? I'm intrigued. <laughs> um, three, I think. I was gonna say, it can't be no more than four at least. It can't be no more than four. I think three. Or, I think yeah, I think it was three, or, and then maybe one. I could, yeah. I think yeah, max four. Yeah, yeah. max four is. I can, I can yeah. say that as well. It, it can't be no that. more than four. Yeah. Is it said to say that Tiafimo box this guy's head off? <laughs> Um, it would be harsh to say box his head off. Box his head off. No, yes, yeah, it was a boxing right. clinic. It was. A, it was. A, a, it was because... a clinic of some sort, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. It at. was. It was. It was a clinic of some. Yeah, I think that's fair <laughs> to say because Josh Taylor was was he was there. He was live. He wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was landing his work as well. But yeah. what Tia was doing to him was outclassing him, outskilling him. I can't lie, him. Flores, He was punking him sometimes. <laughs> he was punking him. He was he taking this fam. And that's sure a there was level Josh Taylor, who we consider yeah. is a we consider Josh Taylor a great, uh, not a great elite boxer. We've said it before. Josh yeah. Taylor is a, is a top tier boxer. He got punked in their life, just like Carroll punked him as well. But I thought this one was <laughs> this one. This one stung more though to me. I don't know why. I think it's it just it stung more because Carroll wasn't doing that. Tiafimo would be would be like doing the showboat and you know the yeah. you know Carroll would stepping in stepping yeah. Carol yeah, wasn't doing Carol, 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 Carol was serious. Like he was punking him, but Carol seriously. Carol was fo- focused for focus. a minute. Focus, yes. Pure focus. Tia Fimo started taking the piss. So I'm saying he was punking him sometimes. And yes, listeners, I know we picked Josh Taylor to win, both of us. Mm. But we did say this. We said that if we get a focused Tia Fimo, this fight is live. This fight is it's mm. more open for discussion in terms of who wins. And we were right in that sense because Flores, I thought that was, a, I really enjoyed that fight. Competitive from both men. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Taylor, I thought, started aggressive as I knew he would. I thought he started well, actually, yeah. Taylor. But Tiafimo Lopez, 
once he got into that rhythm and that groove flows, we talk about how important rhythm is to boxes. Mm-hmm. Once he got into that rhythm, because it was apparent flows, as you saw, the size difference was crazy. Josh Che looked massive compared to Tiafimo. Mm-hmm. But one thing I noticed straight away, though, was the speed edge. Tiafimo was so cool. As in flows, the, the hand speed, was, the footwork and hand speed was night and day. Like, Tiafimo looked rapid. And even though Josh Taylor, to me, started well in that first round, and I thought he gave, I gave him the first round, there was one moment where I thought, rah, ooh. I think Tiafimo whipped like a quick jet. Mm. <laughs> and the speed of it, it caught Taylor. It's not Taylor back a little bit. I said, I said, yo, this kid's rapid compared to him. Like, really, really quick. He's still got that speed from 135. And to me, that was already a bit of a warning sign. I thought to myself, okay, okay. And Taylor, um, I didn't like, even though I gave him the first round, Flores, he was aggressive. What did I say to you, like, early doors? I said, Flores, is it, is it me or is this guy over aroused right now? He's, he seemed to me like he was too... It, I know it got personal between the two of them. And we know Josh Taylor, he takes things there. And he's a real aggy sort of guy. And I'm there thinking, is he over... Over, over, around. He's, he seems to be overextending himself. He's jumping in and he's, you know, smothering his own work really quickly. Like he needs to chill, take a step back, and just box this guy if he can. But to me, he was the moment got to him in terms of like him. Remember, he said he wanted to put Tiafima out on the stretcher, and I feel like that whole build up got to him in that sense where he he was over aggressive, overextending himself, and. Tiafimo, who said that Josh Taylor's biggest strength is that he's a counterpuncher, he was the one that was doing the counterpunching to me. When Josh Taylor was trying to jump in and stuff, Tiafimo, quick combinations, boom, 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 and get out of there and slip the defence because obviously Josh Taylor's a lot slower, so he's able to, he was making him miss a lot more. Um, and then once Tiafimo set into that rhythm flows, I think from right round five or six, it was a wrap to me, flows. It was a wrap. Like he was, that's when he started to punk this guy and make him look silly. Um, that's not to say it wasn't competitive. It was competitive throughout flows, but you can see the better work, the combinations, the in and out stuff, um, the counter punching was coming from TFEMA. And to me, flows, it was a brilliant to watch, amazing performance for me. I'm so happy this guy's back in this vein. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's back, just- back, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Josh Taylor, for me, his biggest attribute is, is that he's a dog. Yeah. If that makes sense. He, he dogs his opponents. Um, it might not be the cleanest work or the prettiest work, but he's relentlessly on top of you. Yeah. And he's got the b- boxing fundamentals down to, to a T, yes. uh, typically. His footwork is, is sound. He's, he's jabbing sounds. Uh, he has... He's... he's all round, he's a he's a sound boxer, but then it's the fight he has within him which takes it to the next level. He will outdog you. Yes, um, if you catch him, he's looking to answer straight away and then do yeah. do you worse all the time. Yeah, and yeah, you remember he like where he went for to touch gloves and they just threw a punch. He's, he's also happy. He's also yeah. Let's touch him. But he's very happy to be dirty if he has to be first. Yeah. As in, and in that's the, what I mean. Remember he's he, a dog. Do you remember how he dropped Ramirez? Yeah, it was in the clinch. They were Look, clinching up, yeah. and then quick before they broke, just, yeah, or just oh. as they got told to break, quick uppercut. Like yeah. you know, there. That's 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 his mo. Yeah, he, he, he's a dog. Call it dirty, whatever. Um, that's and I thought he just brought the dog in this fight. There was actually no, that's harsh because there, he was doing some things well in terms of his movement, but Teofimo was just a class above in terms of the boxing skill, which right. is which is impressive from Teofimo. I think. Well, 
The yeah. difference we've seen from Tier Freeman in this fight is that he boxed. He legit boxed. Um, yeah. Distance control was there. The hand speed, yeah. the jab was good, the counter punching. Yeah. So he he knew when to step in. Into like that's that's one thing. Another thing I like when fighters step in to close the difference and just bring their shoulder into the fight and then step out. Yeah. Or take a step back and then step yeah. in. People yeah. like Tyson Fury do it. The best box you, you you see little nuances in their footwork where they control the distance. And people let their guard down when people do figure out of range or you, they try to unload their work and you've stepped into them to smother the, their work completely. Yeah. Josh Taylor was just rushing in and rushing in, rushing in, and Tiafimo's defense was solid enough to just tighten up and he'd be able to get off clean, effective work at all mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Tiafimo looked good. And I, I think it's to do with the fact that. Not that he was just an underdog in this one. Um, he wasn't underestimating Josh Taylor. He didn't, exp- he didn't try and blow him out. I think he played mind games. I think his mind games worked on all of us when he was talking about he wants to kill him and all of this stuff. He, he made you think that he's going to come and do the same thing. Right. He tried and to get Cambosis. Mm-hmm. He came in there and boxed, and he boxed yeah. beautifully. Well, um, it's funny we say that though because I don't know if you took in his dad's comments for us. I was following his dad during the build-up as well, and mm. his dad was saying that, "Watch, we're gonna box the hell out of this kid. Yeah, like you lot are gonna be treated to a boxing mark." Because remember, before the takeover, you know, you had this other moniker in the amateurs, Gordo. That's yeah. Tiafimo. You had this other that that was his moniker in the amateur mm. days, Gordo, and apparently Gordo was the uh, the slick boxer, like yeah. the, the the masterful boxer and stuff during the amateur days, and. The dad kept saying that, look, we're, you're going to see the return of Gordo. Like, this is yeah, going to be... Gordo's back. Gordo's back. It's ain't going to be no takeover. This is going to be Gordo. Like, you're going to see Slick Gordo. And, yeah, the dad kept saying that... Because I think when, you know, for a lot of us, like, the way the dad was talking, like, as in, that like, his levels above him, boxing-wise, I think most of us would be like, mm, chill, that's just... Yeah. That's Josh Taylor. <laughs> we're like, like, listen, yes, Josh Taylor is a, what, Commonwealth gold medalist. Like, he's no scrub. He's an elite boxer himself. But the dad was so like, like he's like, yo, I'm not even joking. Night and day, we're gonna box the hell out of this kid. And part of it was true, to be fair, Flo. It's like he he really really it put was, on the show. True. He, he, true. he put he put on the show. Um, yeah, I just felt like Josh Taylor's over aggressiveness flows really really did not help him in this sense. And he then started to get desperate. And when you get desperate against a guy that's slick, you're just gonna get countered even more. And I think he knew himself he was losing. McAnally was telling him, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're stepping down to this guy's level, blah, 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 etc. Um, I felt like I, I, he kept smothering his own workflows, and it was just he, he made it easy for Tiafimo to counter him. Don't mean oh. that being said. Obviously, he, he still caught Tiafimo. He landed some great shots, by the way, uh, yeah. Josh Taylor, and they both landed big shots on each other. But it was just the more frequent work was coming from Tiafimo in terms of the landing, the good stuff. Um, Tiafimo threw a lot more and landed more than Taylor. And that's saying a lot because Taylor usually outworked his opponents. If you remember against Regis and JCR, Taylor was the one that was leading the punch stats and he was the one outworking the guys. But the fact that he was struggling to even get his own work off and throw as much as he would like, I think it's testament to how good Tiafimo was last night, Flores. Testament to how good he was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing as well, in terms of when we previewed this, we talked about external factors and how they could play a part. We talked about Tiafimo's, um, what's it called? Mental. Yeah. 
well where he's at mentally. Yeah. 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 And we talked about inactivity uh, yes. playing a factor. Yes. Josh Taylor's been out of the ring for time. Yes. Do you think that played a factor? Yeah, hundred percent. Look, mm. I think a lot of things played a factor. Look, I don't think he. I think he should move up uh, early on in the fight. I said, Taylor, move up, bro, because yeah. this performance ain't it. And it might it could be the weight. It could be the fact that he got he's been injured. He's been that's part of the reason for his long layoff. He hasn't fought yes. since when since Josh Cattle. Mm-hmm. He got injured. They were meant to have a rematch. Change of opponent. He's changed trainer. He trainer. had Ben Davidson last time. So all, you're looking at all these factors, injury, inactivity, uh, weight issues. He's over, he, he planned to move up time ago. He's still at the weight, change yeah. the trainer. And then, oppositely, you look at Tiafimo, we've criticised the uh, Cambosis Jr. performance. He was meant to have health issues after that fight. We kind of mm-hmm. ignored it because we just thought, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, But he was meant to have serious health issues. And, we just, yeah. and maybe... All of that, he's finally recovered. He's back to himself. And this is the key. So it's a lot of things. He had a different game plan, inactivity, all of these things, mental health issues, whatever. But I think what we saw was a combination of all those things and who managed to get the edge and who kind of deceived us with certain things that we thought might play a factor, but didn't. Certain things we didn't think would play a factor did. But um, yeah. That's... I, I also think Flo is Tiafimo and it's, it's going to annoy me as well because yeah. I feel like this is going to be him throughout his entire career yeah he's the type of fighter that can only get up for certain fights the Lomachenko we said was a masterful performance for him to win that fight the way he did and we could see he was up for that before because don't forget before the Lomachenko fight wasn't it Nakatani where he struggled you're on mute, by the way, Thos. It was Kome, no? Or was it Kome? I swear there was a fight before the Lomachenko fight where he didn't look... Wait, I'll check. I'll check now. I think uh, he knocked out Kome and was straight... I swear it wasn't... Wait, 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 no. There was, was a Japanese was guy. It Nakatani? Yeah, it was Nakatani before Kome. It's sorry, yeah, fair. sorry. So, yeah. So Nakatani, yes. Kome then. Yes, you're right. So, Nakatani, he struggled badly. Mm. And then Kome, he stopped in two rounds. Okay, okay, fair. And then Lomachenko, he did that performance. And... um. Yeah, I was, I underdog, like, was he underdog against Kome? I don't know. Maybe not. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, probably not. I feel like at that point there was a lot of hype around. Anyway, th- that was that was a time where I was like, "Now show me your your the real deal against Kome." Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like he needs to be up for the fight. Essentially, flows for him to really get for us to get the best out of him. Like you said, when he's focused, when he rates the opponent, he knows he's a serious opponent. We're gonna get the best tier Um and if it's an opponent he doesn't necessarily rate or he looks past, aka Sandor Martin or George Camposas, we can get what we got on that night, to be honest, Flores. Um, I think that's 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 what I think we're gonna be with with Tiafimo. I think that's what we're gonna be like. Um but based on this focus performance flows, I wanna get into where does this leave TF what well, the landscape's changed a little bit now, Flores, in terms of him being back. And the one forty pound division slash one thirty five, etc. So I want I want to touch yeah. up on that next. <laughs> uh yeah. So the overall landscape flows and where this where this leaves us. I'm of the opinion, yeah, flows that when I'm looking at one thirty five, one forty, since we merge them these days, 
the Tiafimo that we saw last night, flows, or let me say a focused Tiafimo, underdog Tiafimo, as you would say, honestly, flows poses a huge threat to everybody. I'm saying, as in the Devin Haney's, the, the tanks, <laughs> the, 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 the Regis program, as in, like, that, tier, that a focused Tiafimo, no kid folks, I think a focused Tiafimo poses a threat to everyone, man. Honestly, he, he he look to me, he's that good when he's on it because we'll see. He has the common beautiful combination of the ring IQ, the boxing ability when he wants to. We can't forget, folks, this kid has explosive power as well. Yeah, that Kome knockout, for example, mad explosive. Like, he can be like he he stops Lomachenko in his tracks with his power, like, he's got explosive power as well. He's good, man. He's just obviously, yeah, the issues are mentally whether he cares or not, or whether he's focused, etc. But he's a threat when when he's on his A game. He's a serious, serious threat. Um, yeah. Do 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 you do you feel the same as well, Flo, in terms of the landscape? They will say one forty pound division because we we know it's a loaded division, and we know people are coming into the division as well. That's going to make it more yeah. loaded. But do you think Tiafimo, like that performance is like that, and when he's focused, he's a hard night for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Look, he was meant to beat Cambosis Junior. Let's put it this. Yes. He was. Say yes. that. Um, I thought he wouldn't stand on my team fight, but he looked shocking. Um, I I think as well, um, when he's not looking past an opponent, there's there was no one to look past for this one. This was for, for the belt. He's got the best resume out of all these men. We're talking about all these up-and-coming guys. Right, to have Lomachenko and Josh Taylor on your resume is insane. Yeah. At that's, 25. That's two of the best in their divisions at the time. At the time, yeah. Because that's, that's really true. That's two undisputed champions he's beaten. Because Loma should, <laughs> should have been a well, mm. Loma wasn't, it was, but Loma, yeah, that's it two could, yeah. unified champions. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's say unified. Let's, let's, because, yeah. yeah, let's say unified because Josh Taylor shouldn't have had these belts, shouldn't have any belts, <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, and Loma had three by one. Mm. Um, there's two of the top guys in two divisions he's knocked off. Um, now take away the stinkers, no one else mm. can boast, boast that. Um, so I do think that level of performance, that's, that's yeah, might be his best performance to date. I think he is. Yeah, I think it's fair I to say. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because, look, his face was marked up, but it's, it's, there's no shame in your face being marked up against the Josh Taylor. You've moved yeah. up. He's the bigger guy. Josh, Josh Taylor caught him. Josh, Josh caught, Taylor caught him a of times, but again, he showed his great chin as well. Like, yeah. Look, Josh Taylor is not food. He's going to catch you. Yeah. He's gonna... well, <laughs> well, yeah, I think... I think well, I think two things. I think he gives anyone problems, and I think he should only be taking big fights now. Um, that's because that's what we're getting the best of it. That's, yes, that's yeah. that's what I also think. I, I want to ask you. Yeah, we can circle back to this. Yeah, what do you make of the claims that Josh Taylor, whenever it, like thank Josh you Taylor... for because I, I was I, you know I was, you know I was going to bring it up anyways. Yeah, um, I think boxing, it, 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 boxing, <laughs> Boxing discourse pisses me off a lot of the time, to be honest, especially after big fights. It's frustrating to see the takes. Sport is reactionary. We see it in every sport, how reactionary people are, fans can be. Um, and boxing is no stranger to it as well. Incredibly reactionary. Um, I will see Heller fans say that, yeah, Taylor wasn't all that anyways. He's beat Josh Taylor. It's nothing special. Jumped up English. They said, oh, typical, he's a Brit. He's nothing nothing special, blah, blah. The Americans were saying, don't be, don't, don't be egregious. Josh Taylor definitely was it. Um, still can be it as well. The run Josh Taylor went on was crazy. 
to win that Super Series. Brancic, tough opponent. Beat him. Uh, managed to beat Progress in the final, who we yeah. consider Progress as the number one 140-pounder right now. The, the, the boogie right now, Progress is number one in my eyes, your eyes as well. Yeah. That's the one that don't, they, no one's calling his name, apparently. Um, he beat Progress to me. Raise a close fight. It, oh. Another one that could have gone either way. But to yeah. me, Josh Taylor was the right victor. His hand was raised correctly. Mm-hmm. He then went on to to beat JCR to grab the rest of the belts and unify yeah. and become undisputed. JCR, are we going to suddenly say that JCR isn't it? JCR <laughs> is considered one, but still one a world class elite level one forty pounder. JCR's yeah. only loss has been to Josh Taylor. He's still in the mix as we are to this day. He's still in the mix. Um, mm-hmm. He dropped JCR as well. He, he dropped him. I don't think he stopped him, but he dropped him cleanly as yeah. well. He might have dropped him, was it once or twice? I think twice. it might have been twice. It was twice. It was twice. Yeah, yeah. It was twice. I, I thought he was about to get him out of there, but yeah. yeah. He, he dropped, he dropped twice. JCR twice. Josh Taylor is elite. <laughs> we're not going to, now, just because he lost the TFE, well, now we're not going to do is say that he was never it. Don't don't be annoying. Um, yes, Josh Taylor lost to Catterall in our eyes and got fortunate to get the decision. Catterall himself is a quality fighter. And Josh Taylor's admitted that he wasn't focused for that fight. He wasn't focused. He was looking elsewhere. He was partying, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he, had, he had a really bad weight cut. Is what it is. So I'm, I'm not here. Yeah. And, and, and to cut a long story short, flows. I'm not here for that talk about Josh Taylor never being in it. Josh Taylor was amazing. Quality, quality fighter. And he lost on the day fair and square to a top-level opponent in TFEMA Lopez, who's also amazing. So is what it is. Yeah. I think what's fair to say is, and rather than it's say not, it was never it. Can I just say, it's not that he's not the same level as he was when he reached the top of the mountain, clearly. He's not the same level. Uh, inactivity and ring rust and weight issue, that kind of stuff has plays into play. But he was still good last night to me. He was still a live opponent and it was still mad competitive. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, that's, that's literally yeah, what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, but yeah, it's, it's you, you can't say he wasn't it. What you can say is that he's fallen off. Um, and yeah, we've listed out the reasons. The like, cattle fight was start of 2022, mm. um, early 2022. So over a year mm. out, um, in a weight class that he, he wanted to leave time ago. Um, yeah. The only reason why he stayed there was because he prom- cattle took step aside money and he promised cattle the shot because his plan was to go up after he beat Ramirez. Yes. Yes. Which was and in challenged, 2021. And, and challenge Crawford. Yeah. So early state. So yeah, 2021, he's beat Ramirez. He's had to wait to 2022 to fight Carroll, to fight Carroll, mm-hmm. been injured in between. Yeah. That fight was rescheduled and cancelled. Yeah. yeah. Now you're fighting. So you, you can say he's fallen off. You can say he's he's regressed. You can even say Carroll's given the blueprint on how to beat him because Carroll boxed his head off. I was going to say, <laughs> literally, so you're going to say, if from what we're seeing of Catterall and Tiafimo, yeah, his kryptonite is quick fighters who can box. As in yeah. quick, uh, the hand speed was giving him a lot of trouble. Catterall's hand speed was giving him all loads of trouble. Yeah, and boxing ability, Catterall can box very well. So can Tiafimo. Um, that seems to be what he struggles with. Uh, in that sense, from what we can see, of, if of, if making the educated guess based on those two performances, yeah. so yeah, maybe the blueprint is there now to beat him. Which leads us to say, obviously, Flo, I agree with you. He, he he should move up. 
He should, but he should, like, he should, he should stay all far away from Crawford. <laughs> yeah, obviously he's not. I don't expect him to be challenging Crawford. He needs to establish himself a world away first. There's yeah, he, he he knows he can't go straight into a fight that with Crawford. It's, that's what he wanted to do before. No, yeah. he needs to establish himself at, at waterweight, even um, in his prime. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> remember we, we, we said it. it is, we said we compared them in their primes. We said, oh yeah, yeah. But, uh, he just won it. Do you think he gets? Yeah. We both said nah, nah. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. Levels flows. Crawford is, is something else. Um, Size wise, he fits in the division. Um, he does. But I don't know about power. But he's he. But like I said, he'll bring that dog. That dog's never going to yeah. leave. So, hey man, establish himself, Conor Ben. <laughs> yeah, you see, ignore Spencer Crawford for the time being. Look yeah. at the other man. And then, yes. then we're talking, but yeah, right, right now it's not looking good. Maybe, a, yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know what's next for him, but he has to. I'm about to say up, what? Up, up, up. what you, you say something. Are you, are you saying he's finished or what? Like, is he, is he done? <laughs> Look, nah, he can't stay nah. at 140. Yeah, and new division. That's it. He's not beating Spence or Crawford's, but they're looking. They're talking about moving up eventually. They've got their date, so yeah, they, they're off the table. So move up. Let, let's let's see. Yeah. I don't mind it. I, I see it as simple as this. Look, you've outgrown 140. Move up to 147. Establish yourself in the new division. Maurice Hooker's there, for example. Okay, what? What do you, what do you say? He's still got to see cattle. <laughs> He's still got to see cattle. You don't go anywhere. <laughs> he stays. Pastor, <laughs> stay right there. Pastor, don't, don't go anywhere. <laughs> don't go anywhere. <laughs> you stay right there, Justin. Don't forget about moving up. Really... Cattle next. Don't be mad. He's asking for rematch. He yeah. asked for a rematch. Yes, he did, he, 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 did, he did say, I'm happy to see yeah, if he ended it quick. Hey, Tia must come out and said he's retiring. I don't believe it, yeah. obviously. I, don't think <laughs> yeah. he, I think he was just, he was very emotional, rightfully so, because obviously a lot of people yeah. carried him out. He counted himself out. <laughs> the way Tia Fimo kept, the way kept trying to play off the whole, oh yeah, do I still got it covered? Because I asked him the face-to-face and he was like, nah, I didn't mean, that. I was talking about something. I said, bro, you know what you meant? <laughs> He shaped, he's he giving us three different excuses. He's, right, first time he said it was marketing. Yep. It was marketing. He knows <laughs> how it works. Exposure. He saw the camera. He wanted to get people talking. Fab. Then he, that, it, through post-fight um, interview, he said he's yeah. his biggest critic. Yeah. Regardless, look, um, to be fair, with his, the whole retirement talk, he's, he's talks about his next battle is his court case with his, yes. what, over his, his kids. So he's got a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. So... The retirement shit, I'm gonna ignore everything he's saying, but yeah. I, I would like to see him back out. If a rematch oh, happens, it, calm. I'm, I'm I'm more interested in a rematch. Look, I want look, Tiff, you're back. I won't say you're back, but you can see, we can see that the world saw what we saw. The ability, the 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 boxing ability and the persona. He's a character. We like having him yeah. around. He is a character. So look, we already know what you want to see him fight. The progresses, the J- JCR called him out afterwards and he wants to fight him. Um, JCR said, Yeah, he wants to fight TFE, but then he'll decide to fight Progre afterwards. I said, There's duck. Well, <laughs> this guy, yeah. but anyways, yeah, JCR oh, called oh, him oh, out. Oh, Ryan oh, Garcia is <laughs> there. Um, I, I don't know if you watched it first, I said you, but obviously, Bill Haney and TFE, my senior, had a, had a little they, they back and forth again. Um, <laughs> Tiafimo Senior said straight away, "We want you next." Like, <laughs> Bill was like, "Oh, well, you know, you you know what to do. <laughs> Send me an offer." <laughs> they're they're the funniest. They they're back oh, and forth with the guy for the time, so we need right. that one. 
I need, oh, I, need, need to I need Haney TFE more. I actually need that. That's I'm, even though Haney's not even at 140 yet, that one's got to be the most excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look, yeah. Like we say, TFE is fully back in the mix. At one point, we had him top of their man because of what he pulled off. You know, facts. facts. Um, yeah. And the skill he was showing us. Um, mm-hmm. So he's, he's put himself right back with this scalp. This is, yeah. like I say, the, the biggest scalp yet. Yeah. So. Um, I need it. Haney, um, Haney, Tiafimo. Yeah. Yeah, we've got the the big... Rai Garcia out. I don't care what Rai Garcia For me, I I just want to see him versus Haney at some point. Shakur, Um, Tank. Him him versus Tank and Shakur. Because those are the guys, remember, you originally put them all... Those guys, when they're at 135, that's what you said, the original. But also, him versus Progre as well does intrigue me too. Um, Yeah. Because yeah, Progre to me is the best at 140. Um, and yeah, Progre is a different kind of animal as well. So that for me, I think would be I think from a presser perspective as well, because they both talk Progre is not shy, Tiffy was yeah. not shy. I thought like that could also be a lovely one. Um, but yeah, I'm not so interested in seeing just today at 140, bro. Apart from if it's the cat will rematch, cool, but apart from that, go to 147, bro. You, you <laughs> move up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay there, face Carol, then then go. And you know what I said to you first about it? someone said, Oh yeah, now people are realizing that George Cabosis is world class. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, said, this was, I said this was gonna piss off at flows. <laughs> yeah, people are funny. So Cabosis is world class, but Josh Taylor's opponents stop it. Cabosis had a fight of his life against its unfocused Tiafimo and supposedly unhealthy Tiafimo. Camus is in the scrub. He's not whack. He, yeah, but let's, I, I, I let's, always want to say that because the way you talk about him, like, yeah. he's, he's not nah, a scrub. I, I, when I saw him, I was very impressed. I just know yeah. there's levels to this. Yeah, the yeah, same yeah, with, yeah. don't try to do what you're doing with him with Eastside Cruz and Elevate. Look, yeah. at least he won. Camus, yeah. shout out to him, props. He's he's good. Yeah, But there's a different level with this man and yeah. he's not dead. Yeah. I'll be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah facts. Facts, facts, facts. All right, man. I'm happy Tiafimo's back, man. He's a character, the takeover. Don't forget, folks, he's the one that started all this. The young bucks coming up to take out, you know, to take over. He was the one that started it. With him defeating Lomachenko, yeah. changed yeah. the landscape completely at 135. And yeah, 140, this is a massive win for him as well. Best resume yeah. out of all of them as well, compared to the Hades, the Tanks, the Garcias. He's the best yeah. resume. Um, no fault of Hades, though. No, Haney's been calling Haney's won it with all of them but Facts. no one's giving them a shot yeah yeah we know <laughs> I think it's I thought they should look at they should look to fight Haney because I rate Haney a lot but he's not unbeatable Um, yeah but well the only one that's really called out Haney we know is Shakur Shakur's on his ass boy Shakur yeah. <laughs> Shakur is on that boy he wants that bad yeah. Um, but um, yeah nah, shout out to Tiafima Lopez man Um, yeah great win Josh Taylor move up Hopefully, just my one thing to Tiafimo, just try and stay focused, please. So we just If you stay focused, the world's your oyster. If you start messing around again, we saw what happened against Cambosis and, and, uh, and um, what's his name? Um, thingy. Sandro Martin. Martin. Speaking of which, get him in the mix again, man. He's cold. <laughs> I want to see more of Martin, man. Like, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he's a tough man for anyone. Like, let's see more of Martin, man. He's, 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 he's cold, man. 
Um, Rooney get a title anyway. That's a different topic. <laughs> I'm so confused. How could I forget that Rooney's a champion still? Rooney's there as well, uh, man. The hell is Rooney yeah, a champion? Look, Al Hamer made a deal with the devil or something, man, because I don't know how he made somehow Rooney managed to get a title shot. It's hilarious. Someone, someone go get and, it off him, man. And, and he struggled as well, which makes it more, even more hilarious. But yeah, anyways, he might have struggled against a 40 year old. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, let's quickly touch upon flows before we round up. There's a couple of fights just to mention for this upcoming week. Um, uh, yeah. Seeing as we're talking about 140 pounders, we've mentioned his name a bunch of times already. Regis Progre, who we believe is the best at 140 pound at the moment, mm. the boogeyman. Um, he is making his matchroom debut because he's saw Betty Hearn. Yeah. Um, matchroom debut against uh, Daniel, Danielito Zoria. Um, I think that's over in New Orleans, which is where Progress is from. It's a nice little homecoming fight for him. Um, this guy, he's fighting, he's lost once, uh, 13 KOs in 17 fights. Um, so yeah, just a simple keep busy, defend his title, you know, announce himself to the matchroom, the zone people. He's probably gonna look for a big statement win, especially off the back of Tiafimo winning. And I'm sure we know Regis, who doesn't hold his tongue. He's probably going to call out someone, for probably Tiafimo or someone for some unifications. Tiafimo, Tank. He's, he's he's called them all out before, to be fair. He claims almost as his name. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to see what Regis has to say off the back of Tiafimo winning that fight. He gave Tiafimo his props on Twitter, to be fair. He's he's, he's, a, he's a good guy, Regis. I like him a lot. Good personality. Mm-hmm. Very, very good boxer. Bit of a monster as well. Hits very hard. Pressures. Can box well as well. Remember, we had a guest on here, Hayden, who was a big fan of him. Um, I think knows him personally, I think. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, look forward to seeing Regis's response to that. But he should come away with this one quite easily. Um, yeah. Ramla Ali's on that card, actually, funnily enough. I'm just seeing. Um, shout out to Ramla. Um, Adam Azim is fighting as well, Flows. Um, I had the opponent here, but I've lost it now. Hang on, let me try and get it up. Um, okay, I got it here. Yeah, he's fighting a guy called uh Fanyan Aram Fanyan, uh, who is the IBO international uh waterweight champion. He's at waterweight, right? Adam, is it, oh, no, is it? Is he at yeah, he's at waterweight? Yeah, is it waterweight? Is it 140? Well, he's 140. He's at 140. He's at 140. Okay, yeah, okay, he's cool. at 140. Yeah, so he's fighting the IBO international uh 140 champion in Aram Fanyan. Who, um, yeah, that's at your call. Um, box, obviously, you know, they're really pushing Adam Azim. But I'll probably tune into that one because he's good to watch Adam Azim, excited. And, um, yeah, he's doing well. Very, very good British prospect that we have on him. Maybe one of these days, eventually, we'll, we can insert his name into the mix as well. Way too early yeah. for him now, but yeah. in the future, hopefully, he'll be there as well. <laughs> but yeah. I guess I fancy most people would have moved up by then or. A lot of people might not even be around, but we'll see a couple of years, two years time. Adam Azim should be ringing bells proper um, yeah. if he carries on his trajectory. But on the undercard, you've got Fraser Clark. Um, Vidal Rai is on the undercard as well, Flows. Um, yeah, just a couple of the other boxer guys. Uh, Hassan Azim, his brother, was also on the undercard as well. So, um, yeah, listeners, those are the fights that's worth tuning into, really, um, over the weekend. Um, no major fights, but just some guys that are worth looking into, namely Regis and Adam Azim. 
Um, oh, Tim fighting as well, right? Oh, yes. Thanks for reminding me. Tim Zhu is also fighting um, on Sunday in Australia against uh, Pedro Campa, I believe, who you might recognize him, Floyd. I believe he, he fought Charlo. Okay, yeah, he, yeah. Lo- he lost to Charlo. Um, yeah, this is for the interim, which, well, it's he's defending his interim WO belt, Tim Zhu. I guess it's a keep busy fight um, until whenever we see Jamel in action again. <laughs> Lord knows when it happens because obviously Jamal had the injury. We don't actually know when he's coming back. Hopefully soon, right? Um, but yeah, Tim Zhu needs he deserves that shot against Charlo, which I'm sure he'll get at some point. But yeah, good to see him in action because he he impressed against Harrison, didn't he? Flows impressive, yeah. impressive W for him. So um, yeah. Sure. Cool, cool, cool. But flows, I think we can leave it there. It's been a long one. Um, some great fights that we talked about. Oh man, I'm just yeah. Those two fights, as in the Josh Taylor fight and also the uh Ivan Mogia fight by Gatsby, man. Two quality, quality fights to sign off the weekend. The good weekend of boxing still flows. But yeah, sure. This is yeah, it's been hundred episode 146 of Chelsea's and Podcast. Once again, I've been your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And as always, guys, keep supporting, run out the streams, all that good stuff. Peace. Mm-hmm.